You're all good. You know what I mean? All right. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Escape from San Francisco podcast. I have a great one today. Uh, first time in a while. Uh, it feels great to be out here doing it again. I have uh, the founder of Puddles. Puddles. Yes, sir. Uh, my name's Jono. I'm the founder of the Puddles Club. This here is Dosa Films. What's going on? Yes, sir. Shout out to Aaron for, for showing love and, and being out here today. Now, thank you guys for inviting me and allowing me to come over here and just, you know, chop it up and have a good time. How did uh, Puddle Club start? Uh, the Puddles Club, it originally started from an idea of, of me and a few friends. We were, like, getting really turned up in an RV. Uh, Kato's the RV days. And uh, we came up with another term for drip. I say the year was, like, 2016, 2017. And it ended up being the Puddles Club. And then we, I kind of used that inspiration to, to, you know, do what I'm doing today. The uh, Puddles Club that you have going on, you put a lot of, like, work and, and, and your heart and soul into it. What, is, what do you emphasize um, that you want your brand to be? I would say our main thing is quality, comfort, and sauce. So that meaning... Um, we give you a quality product. You're usually going to be comfortable in it, you know, depending on the size. And um, we hope that you'll feel saucy wearing the product. So, so quality, comfort, and sauce. Quality, comfort, and sauce. Yeah. When you came up with the designs and, um, like, the logos and everything for it, what were some of the, the concepts that you had before sticking on the one that you have now? So at the beginning, it, it was mostly like quotes. It's mostly like, um, like, like say, inspirational quotes. Like, stop doing nothing was the main one we had. And that was an ode to me getting sober for a year and kind of stopping essentially doing nothing to doing something. And uh, that's kind of inspired from my mom, something she used to say to me a lot when I was slipping. What, what's the quote again? Stop doing nothing. Stop doing nothing. Yeah. You come from a Latino household. You know? Yeah. When you hear something yeah. like that. You yeah, know, for it, sure, for sure. It pierces in a thousand ways. Oh, definitely, man. That, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of how the brand started. You know, I was using my, I guess, my uh, my mishaps and turning them into, like, art. Turning them into a t-shirt, turning them into, like, a song, you know, different types of outlets. Have you been doing art for a long time? Uh, not really. I mean, um, I think I, I went through like a phase of like trying to find myself. So I was, I was getting messed up a lot. And I think a lot of my creative energy was going into like getting messed up all the time. But now, you know, I kind of have more of a clear head. I, I've been putting more of my, I've been embracing kind of like my problems and turning them into like products that I could sell, you know, like t-shirts hats instead of using my energy to just get messed up all the time you know for you um who's the type of individual that you want you know to wear your product to buy your product uh, i would say anybody that has um that has a type of like creative side to them i just want all the creatives that are you know doing something creative to buy a product that 
another creative is kind of working on, I guess. And for you being in the community, the creative space out here in San Francisco, um, who are some of your favorite creatives out here? Uh, I would I would have to start with with Dom G. Um, he is an artist at a TGE. Shout out TGE. Shout out the whole camp, man. They're doing a lot of cool stuff. Shout out J Stay True, Taheen. And uh, Dom G is actually my little brother. So <laughs> uh, we grew up same household. Uh, we grew up same values. And I would say look out for Dom G. He's got a single out right now called PPP. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so if anybody wants to. A video on the way. Yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to look that up, it's called PPP by Dom G. And then another artist I would say is Dosa Films, man. Shout out Dosa Films. He's doing a lot of good work for the community in San Francisco specifically. So I would just say look out for anything he's got going for sure. So for uh, Dosa, um, you're, you know, someone that's in the space as well. And I'm yeah. getting to know you, uh, getting to see the type of art and creativity that you have. Not only do you record or, you know, you film it, you mm-hmm. edit it, yeah, you put it all together and yep. your turnaround time is one of the quickest. What do they Some call you? Some of the quickest. They call me the Dosa yes, machine. Sir, the Dosa you, you machine. Can, yeah. <laughs> Reporting machine. live, reporting yeah, live. They call me that sometimes. So, what are some? Uh, who are some of the artists that you have worked with, and what is some of the work that you have done? Um, most memorable from the city is uh, J Stay True, Grando, of course Dom G. Shout out Grando, by the way. Um, you know, I done a lot of stuff for the Puddles Club, and all around the Bay. Really, I work with a lot of people out of Oakland, San Jose, uh, San Mateo County. Uh, I do a lot of uh, videos for 510 Lay and all her friends out of Oakland. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, so those are some of the people I've worked with. How did you get into um, making music videos and just being like a producer, editor, and all that? Well, I guess it all kind of started when I was... Um, ever since, really, I've always wanted to make movies as a kid because... I feel like film and movies has always been like an outlet, kind of an escape, you know what I mean? From like uh, just the, you know, real life and stuff. I always wanted to get into film. I picked up a camera one day at a pawn shop with my boy, super random. Then I hit up some other friends who I know who does like rap music, you know? And um, yeah, so I asked him, he wants to do like a music video, made one for him. Uh, made one for Dom, also yeah. a really good friend of mine, and I just started monetizing it, and it's just uh, been up ever since. I've been doing it for like a year, and like three months now. So, yeah, yeah. came a long way in a year, man. A lot of work has been put in by this guy for sure. Yeah, for sure. And um, this is a question for both of you: How do you feel about the creative space here in San Francisco? For, for me, I feel like it's really hard to break in as a creative because it's so damn expensive to even have a spot or a place, right? There's not a yeah. lot. And it's, it's a relatively small area, so there's a lot of competition for space out here. And there's not a lot of places you could go where creatives could come together and put their their art, whether it be, um, you know, their clothing brand, whether it be, you know, you know paintings or, or their photography or you know, their video skills, like, all in one place where they could come together and show it for the rest of the community. There are some places here, but there's not enough. I feel like there. it's really hard uh, to be a creative 
out here when the city doesn't really embrace it as much as like what people would think. That's just my in my opinion. Um, well, honestly, I, I've been seeing a lot of amazing artists starting to really show what they got going on. And I kind of stumbled into the whole scene on really on accident. Obviously, I'm trying to make some money off what I do because without that, how are we going to get our spot or whatever, you know? Um, but one day I went to a J State True concert to kind of just feel it out, just hang out and have a good time. I said, wow, there's really like a bubbling, real like bubbling underground San Francisco scene going on. And um, I clicked up with the TGE guys and I started meeting some people um, like uh, DK and um, sorry, I'm blanking out, but uh, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of there's a lot going on, or a family not a what what, is it, what are they called? Family not a group. Yeah. Shout out family not a family group not too. a group. Sorry, bad with names, <laughs> but family not a group. And um, Grando, shout out to Grando. Uh, yeah, and just seeing like there's a really like bubbling energy going on. I didn't I had no clue of until I met Jay and everybody. And um, yeah, so we're just waiting for the volcano to just. Yeah, yeah, out there. yeah. Straight up, I, I I agree with him. I think it's like uh, flourishing, and for me, it's gonna be difficult. There's gonna be uh, you know problems you're gonna run into, but to me, the the consistency and the artists and the artists that you see now that are kind of bubbling and doing their thing are, are people you're gonna see in the future that are gonna grow into something you know, something dope, something beautiful. So I'll just say, you know, we keep applying pressure. We use each other as kind of like to piggyback on each other, help each other out. I'd say the San Francisco community could could really blow up and kind of be something huge. And it's definitely in the air, man. Like, I really feel it. Shout out to G Nasty and Kid Reek. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's another duo that is really going crazy right now. For sure. Shout out to Taheen and uh, OK Cam from Too Easy. They're going fucking crazy. And, yes, um yeah, it's it's really like a melting pot right now. Bubbling up, just ready to explode, ready to show the whole world what for sure, for you know sure. what we got going on over here. So, yeah, and that's one thing I'm starting to learn is like there is a lot of that community there. It might not be, uh, you know, dominating everything because this space is like really much taken up by a certain rich population, but that underground space especially made up a lot of locals you know there's a lot of locals out here that are doing really great things that facts, are like big facts that yeah. are from here from the bay area from the city that have sure. a lot of good um you know things going for them you know like dela city you got you know shout out dela city too by yeah. the way shout out dela city you Sam fam all Sam fam all the guys main mission you know they're they they're doing their thing yeah. um and making a living you know like just a lot of those people that have been putting in work for a long time um, that you start to see that, you know, they have the main mission has like a storefront, you know, That's they right. have a space. Yeah. Made yeah. in the city. Yeah. Or sorry, made in the city. Yeah. Uh, they, they have uh, um, their storefront. They have a, you know, a really good spot. Um, there is, you know, there, there is those individuals that have something and they, they're going out there and they're making it happen and it's, I like to see that stuff. You know, I'm not a local myself. I'm from Fresno. 
But coming out here, you know, just seeing the community. Shout out Fresno. Shout out Fresno. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Shout I, out the Bulldogs, Fresno Bulldogs. Oh. You know, NorCal. <laughs> you know, NorCal. We <laughs> yes, all tied sir. up together. You know? Straight yeah. up. Man. The the cool thing out here though is just to see the community. How everyone is just so like great to each other. You know, I really never see anyone talk down on each other or like yeah, never or, or infighting or stuff like that. I always see everyone always trying to uplift, always like friendly. Always sure. trying to give um, help when needed. Always trying to support each other in one way. Like when there's an event going on, uh, like uh, what is it called? Frisco Summer? Uh, oh, shit. The Frisco. The Sauce Fam. Uh, damn. Sauce Fam Collective. You know, yeah, uh, Sauce Fam Collective is throwing an event. I believe it is 25th. September 25th. Yeah, yeah that, that's Sunday, and it's going to be on 18th of Valencia, right? Yeah. On, yeah, on 18th Valencia. And I went to the one last year they had at Speakeasy and just seen um, – uh, that event, how many people, how many local vendors and local, like, just community members come together, and that was great. I fucking love that so much, and I'm Hell sad yeah. I'm going to miss this one. I'm going to be in Mexico. Not yeah. too sad to be in Mexico, but I'm sad <laughs> I'm going to miss this one because I just like to see the community and interacting with each other and, and uh, you know, just buying stuff from, from everyone and, and good always good food. Straight up. I think that's the best way to build, man, is to use everybody's, you know, highlights what everybody's good at and just come together and use it together and make it grow within our own capacity. You know, San Francisco is not a big place, but if we all come together and use, you know, our own art as like art of the city, it it should grow into more of like a beautiful thing. You know, what is something that you both want to see from the creative space here in San Francisco? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Man, I I would say more collaboration, maybe. Uh, yeah, definitely more collaboration yeah. would be cool. A collaboration from who? From uh, individuals that are already like up there? Are you looking for more collaboration from individuals um, that are? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I said that right. Maybe um, what I'm looking for would be like more collaborations with artists. Like, uh, say I got a clothing brand, you know, we, we could do, like, a T-shirt for you. Um, we'll take care of the costs just kind of to promote your music. Like, say, you know, my brother, Dom G, if he ever wants to, like, come together and put a T-shirt together and promote that. I'd say if, if we help each other out with both of our fan bases, like, whether it be, you know, Dulce Films and me doing something together or, like, Dulce Films and, like, TGE doing something together, just kind of be uh, be cool to see the community come together and just help each other out, I guess. No, that you know, you know what's great is that um, the community is pretty solid, you know. Yeah. And we all know each other. We're all working together, but it could it could use some more. But it is a lot better than a lot of other uh, areas that don't even work together. I feel like we got some some cool going on. I feel like. Know? I don't really know too much about L.A., so I don't want to seem like I'm speaking outside of my neck, but I feel like over there it would be a lot of competition. For sure. And it wouldn't feel like it would be that tight-knit because it's so big and there's a lot of areas and there's a lot of high high demand and competition because you're not only dealing with the local scene, you're also dealing with people that are moving there specifically for that reason, to build their brand, to build their image because everyone over there seems like they're just trying to be famous or right or you know just build a big brand 
out yeah. here, I feel like I don't get that at all. I don't. I well, don't. That's ever... not what San Francisco's about. You know, we're about yeah. you know keeping it real. Straight up, the city's real selfless, you know? man. Yeah, it's just making some cool shit. Something in the water out here. Like a, just... you know, like making a bunch of money will be cool too. You know, but <laughs> yeah. I think we're all that's about good. just making cool shit. You know. That's right. That's right. Spreading love. You know. I'm and I'm grateful to to be you know doing the clothing brand out of the city that kind of has. Yeah room to grow you know like say for example if i was in la you know you might get some animosity or something i don't know but but in the city i, I don't really feel that yeah i i don't feel that at all either um i'm not as well connected or in it as i would say but from the little that i have been around i have not got that at all i felt i see so many different artists supporting each other all the time promoting yeah. each other's brand for sure. promoting each other in ways where like I said, if they have events to bring them on yeah, or just yeah. like little things like that, it just goes a long way to show that people are here for each other. It's just about getting your opportunity and making the most of it and and marketing yourself in a way. Because yeah, that's what we're about. It. You know, what we started of so was uh, yeah, selling right. out the trunk, you know, like E40, too short, selling out the trunk. We're not Hollywood out here. You know what I mean? Nah. We don't try to compete with each other. We try to work with each other, try to get some real money independently you know straight up and that's the way to get it done you know yeah we all gotta kind of help each other out the city of hustlers man i know so many people here that are working two three jobs you know hustling having their brand on the side like or even just doing their brand full-time and then doing whatever they can you know to to make it because it's not a easy cheap place to be you know it's something that if you're out here you you gotta hustle and that's one thing about the mentality that hustling mentality it goes a long way as far as when people do have their brands and the way they market it out here and the way they're constantly pushing, 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 even if you're not getting a lot of like, um, let's say like attention or, or anything like that for your particular brand that you have, I do see that people are still working hard and day in, day out. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I could ever do that. Like working as hard as like some of the individuals that I see out there doing it. Cause I feel like, it is it's a grind like how is oh, it yeah. having puddles club like what are the highs and lows that you go through well shit it's for sure a grind like um i would say you know the the assistance of like other people posting your stuff other people reposting your stuff i would say that helps a lot in like the growth of the brand um so the community is kind of like a big part of our marketing you know uh, shout out Rebel Status. Shout out the Jarvis Co. Um, those are a couple other brands out of the city that are doing their thing. Um, shout out Adam. Shout I out Jarvis. Can't believe I forgot about Adam. Yeah, shout out those Adam, guys. He's work- no, Adam yeah. works hard. He oh, works for his ass show, off. Bro, for he's sure. Yeah, he's got like a photography thing, this other thing. thing. He's got a lot, Making man. a bunch of TikToks and reels. Yeah. I always tell all my clients, like, yes, hire me, you know, <laughs> to get some cool videos. But you can do it yourself, too. You know, you got an iPhone. You got a... Yeah. Whatever you got, you, you can, can put make a little TikToks, reel together reels, or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Keep it um in their pe- like people's faces, you know. One yeah. underrated aspect about him is he's a brilliant marketer. Marketer. Oh, like for he sure. He can market sure. the shit out of for anything. Sure. The interviews with the artists and all that that, that that's genius. Yeah, Super. his his rebel school like yeah. his genius yeah. man. Super. That that takes someone like there's people that go to school for that shit and they don't even have that same you know like. School's ability. overrated. Ability. You yeah. got to have a hustle, too. You got to have, yeah. like, heart. You got to be able to, like, hey, you know, I'm here. But to answer your question, I, I would say, yeah, the community helps us out a lot with the grind. And and to be honest, 
I might be posting a lot for the time being. I might be posting a lot of ads, but I'm just trying to grow my brand and I'm trying to expand what I got going. So hopefully, you know, people will like it and hopefully, you know, um, me trying to put those ads together or paying for whatever I got to pay for, eventually that'll pay off. But for now, I just got to just grind it out. What, what do you foresee um, your brand becoming? Uh, to me, I could think of, like, from where I was at to where I'm at now to where I want to get to. Um, I was a small brand that's growing. So right now I'm in the growing stage. Uh, eventually I want to be a brand, uh, I would say, like, I don't know, bro, like Stussy, like a name brand. Uh, I would say Supreme. Um, I'm trying to reach, like, the highest level of branding. Like, to where I could just throw my logo on something and have different fabrics put together where, you know, the piece could come out and it'll be kind of dope. I don't know. I kind of, a lot. Of, I gained a lot of inspiration from, like, Mark Gonzalez. I'm not sure if you know who that is. No, I'm not familiar. Yeah, he, he's like the skateboarder, uh, his legendary skateboarder. It's kind of where I get uh, a lot of inspiration from what I'm doing right now. How did, how did he influence you? I would say being unique in what you do. Um, he, he usually like rides a skateboard on like his knees and he'll push himself with like his hands and stuff. If you look him up, like Mark Gonzalez, he, he has like a really unique way of skateboarding. He'll like skateboard on his butt. He'll just put his butt on the skateboard and just like ride out. It's trippy. But I think having like a unique niche or like a unique thing that you're doing, having individuality and you're progressing towards being indiv like an individual. I think it helps out a lot with like, um, something you're trying to push. Like, people can see certain things like that. So I would say the uniqueness out of him kind of trans transferred to me, trying to be unique in, a, in my brand. And that's one thing is, like, how are you going to be different from, say, the next one, like, the next brand, especially something in that's closely related to what you're doing, but in a way where it doesn't come off as, you know, corny or it doesn't come off as, not real, like something that comes off where it's, it's like superficial to the point where it's not who you are as, right. you know, you identify with your brand I see. Uh, as most people do. You identify, you put your work into it. Um, but at the same time being unique in the way where you could stand, stand on that, right? Yeah, stand on yeah. being unique in a way where you're being your authentic self. For sure. And that sounds like really, to me, it sounds really complicated because I would someone that doesn't have like clothing or anything, I would try to go for something that where I would, where everyone would want to, you know, everyone's buying right now, you know, going with the trends. Right. But the thing about trends is that they change all the time. Exactly. So how do you stay unique and current? Oh, that, man, I would say the way I stay unique is being myself um, and putting myself into the brand. Um, and the way I stay current would be trying to sell products that, people buy because um, in the past I've tried to sell products that are never kind of different you know it didn't really work but now I would say selling products that that are true to me and that I think people would buy is a good way to stay current but I don't know man that, that's a difficult question because I don't ever want to come off as being corny or come off as being like I'm doing too much mm -hmm. I'm kind of just trying to like do me and try to push myself to the next level to see if me will work to the masses yeah, I mean that's I that sounds like the best thing you can do. Um, 
what I also like to ask is like, how do you deal with failure? Ooh, man. Um, for me, I have to take it as like a lesson because uh, our first drop, it was cool. You know, we, we did okay, but we didn't do as good as this drop. Um, so for me, I look at failures, like say if this drop had failed, I, I'll try to be better the next drop. So every drop I try to get better. Um, but dealing with failure, I, w- I would say I, I take it as motivation and maybe a, a lesson learned instead of like having it be a failure. Just rather be like, oh, I learned that lesson. I did this wrong. I did that wrong. How can I improve myself? The perception of failure is, is another one as well. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like perceiving true. like you might think you failed at something, but in reality, it's like, no, you're just learning, you know, how to navigate whatever the situation is. Yeah, exactly. Whether you're trying to sell, whether you have a like a number that uh, of a goal that you wanted to reach and you didn't reach that goal, is that a failure even though you did really good, you know, close to it? Whereas um, what if you didn't put that goal, but you didn't do as well as, you know, you would have if you did have a goal. You know, the perception of failure Right. Can really fuck with you and, and make you feel like for not, sure not doing yeah. what you want to do. No, I totally understand. I mean, the the perception of, you know, say I look at another brand on Instagram and they're doing like way better than me. And I'm over here like excited about making 10 sales in a day. Like there's that level of like. I should be doing that good, you know, mm-hmm. but for me personally, um, eventually I'll get there. Like, I believe in myself enough, and I believe in him enough. Shout out Dosa Films. He does most of our videos for the brand uh, to take it to that level and to eventually unlock that level. But right now, you know, we're still growing. Um, shit. Yeah. Damn, bro. I don't know. I kind of lost track of your question. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Not bad, bro. Nah, I feel it. Nah, I, would, I was just trying to get at the perception value because I understand what you're saying as far as, like, when you're looking on social media and you see what others are doing right, that's what and you, about, yeah. and you kind of judge yourself, you know, on that basis. Right. And, and it's really fucked up because for me, Ellie's is like, I really want to start making more videos outside of podcasting to do like more vlog or whatever, just to make videos for like YouTube. Yeah. And I start watching all this stuff and I'm like, I could do that or I could do that. I could do that. But I get, overwhelmed and burnt out because i'm seeing like what other people doing and i and i get to that point of like that that uh like that you're a fraud right like you can't do that that imposter right where you feel like you're you're not you're not gonna can can i do that yeah can you realistically do that like i feel like i get to that pessimistic point of view where i'm like i can't do that so then i don't end up doing like things like i end up filming doing all this but then i won't put because i don't want that fi- I don't want that feeling of like right. failure. Yeah, right? it kind of it stunts your creativity. Yeah, for sure. I, I totally understand. I completely get where you're coming from. That I've ran into that, you know, because there's other brands that move a lot more units than we do. So it's like I get self conscious about like why isn't my stuff moving that much? But to be honest, I think the the best thing is to just keep going and just put it out. Like if you have, you know. Certain things you feel proud of, personally yourself. I mean, for me, I put out things I'm I'm proud of. So so if I believe in like the things I'm proud of, I believe in my taste. I believe in uh, the content I'm putting out. I believe in the product. 
then I'm going to push it as much as I can. But, um, I mean, I don't know. It's different for everybody. I guess it's about self-motivation and, and trying to, you know, be a creative in the city. It's not easy, but eventually, you know, if it works, it works. Do you remember the first time you sold something? Shit. Yeah, no, it, I didn't sell it. I, I gave it away. <laughs> um, I made these shirts that said too weird to live and too rare to die. It was like embroidered on like a, on like a tee. And I gave it to a couple friends of mine. It was Malik, Papa, and they really liked them. And I, at that point, I was like, oh, shit, like I, I can make clothing and people will receive it in a good way. So that kind of hit the switch to like, hey, maybe I can sell this stuff. What made you do that in the first place? What made you just like you're just going through it, just trying different routes and avenues and you just. Yeah, I think um, I always I was always kind of creative, like growing up and stuff. Like, I came from, like, a skateboarding background to, like, going out and playing baseball. Like, I always had to be doing something. But um, creatively, I think what made me start the, the clothing was probably from skateboarding, too. Like, like being inspired of, like, skateboarders that go pro and then they retire and they have, like, a skateboarding brand. That's mm-hmm. kind of what, like, we can't get our grinder open, so <laughs> we're not smoking weed today, man. Sober boys. If you ever needed to, uh, if you're grinding with your hands, my favorite way to... Get yeah, some moist, in moisture the hair, you know what I'm saying? The Get the, the stickiness out the hair, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's a That'll smell. work. That'll work. I can smell that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for the fourth time now. I think we're good now. Nah, it's all up, man. Oh, shit. My bad. No worries. No worries. How you guys both doing? We are chilling. Chilling, man. Grateful to be here with you, man, to be completely honest. A lot of casadoras, a lot of white claws. <laughs> A lot of crystal geyser for me. That's yeah. right. A lot of water. More water. Shout out. More water. Exactly. Core. When did you make this uh, tea? So, uh, this more water long sleeve, the one I am wearing, it's a screen print of more water on the front. Old English 5, lowercase. And the back is um, a tag that I threw on a homie's bag when I shipped one of the first Puddles Club orders ever out. I wrote puddles on it. And some certain, you know, I had a crank marker and I just wrote it on the bag. It's on the hat right now. And I tagged it. And it's also on the hat, yeah. Um, and we sent it out. And then uh, I took a picture of it at the time and I was like, damn, this is a cool tag. Might be able to use it. So for the newest collection, we used it through California under it. Uh, shout out to Bay Area. I mean, we fuck with SoCal too, but we're mostly just Bay Area. Where do you do a lot of your, your screen printing? Uh, t-shirt source. Shout out T-shirt source in Daly City, Westlake. Yeah, Westlake, Westlake. Shout out Westlake too. Um, are they there in that plaza? Yeah, yeah. T-shirt source. If you if you guys are ever around Daly City, check out T-shirt source. If you need any, you know, quality work done, they do embroidery, they do screen printing, uh, they do like massive like orders too. You know, like if you need like a large order of screen printing. Do they do small orders as well. Cause that's it, one of the hardest things for me was to find is to find someone that would do like a small order yeah to do because i only wanted to yeah. make like a shirt or a sweater or something like something right. small and there a lot of places are like now we have like a minimum and yeah I'm like, oh shit yeah yeah I don't no make it i just want to do it for myself 100 percent, dude I, I didn't go there for a minute because they would do only a minimum of 24 and i was like i wasn't even at that level yet so i went there when i was ready to do 24 and they told me bro you could do as little as one I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you could do as little as one shirt. We'll have it ready for you. 
Did you say, know? Did you? Someone tell you that they had a minimum? No, nah, dude. I, I, well, I called. Like I called oh, before okay. I went, and I was like, "Yo, I'm trying to get these shirts printed for the first drop of Puddles Club," but they said the minimum is 24. And then I went back when we were doing our second drop, and they were like, "Bro, you can do whatever you want." Nice. And I was like, "Yo, you go to Joanne, shout to get out your fabric, get your stuff." Exactly. Man. It's it's all right there, bro. T-shirt source is across the street, kind of from Joanne Fabrics. Nice. And yeah. then you go to Trader Joe's, get you some food, and go home. Yeah, shout out Samir. Shout out Amr. Shout out all the guys there, man. They do a great job. Are they, they the s- ones that run the place? Or? Yeah, they're the ones that uh, that run the place. They opened up a business there. They do all the screen printing. They do all the, the embroidery. They have all the machines. They, got like a, they bought this new screen printing uh, machine that has, like, you can screen print five shirts at a time type of shit. Oh, nice. So, so they're doing good. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm grateful for them, bro, because all the stuff we have now, the screen printing that on, on top of a T-shirt just makes a big difference than, like, just being vinyl yeah. or just having just, like, a something that looks like a hot sticker on a shirt. Well, and that's, that's the biggest thing is, like, getting something that has quality to it so when someone has it, it doesn't fall apart. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But also keeping it local, too. That's I thought you did it yeah. or shipped it or, like, you know, someone shipped it to you. Nah. No, no. Because a lot of people do that because it's, like, cheaper to... Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Because it is right down the street, huh? Like, it's it's a local... Yeah, Yeah. I I never even thought about that. To be honest, when I went there, I wasn't expecting the work that I got back, you know? Like, when I put my designs in and I was like, I want them this size or that size on this shirt. And all the work that they did for me came out perfect. Everything came out great. No, it sounds uh, like they do really good work, and also looks like they do good, good really uh, do really good work. It's not bad. Can you show some of the designs that? Hell they, yeah, they have made for you. Hell yeah. So this one, um, as I was saying, this is the one that I wrote on the bag for one of the first orders we ever got. It would be this Puddles tag hat, same hat he's wearing right here. Um, that's my writing. Uh, we just do the California. Um, License little thing under there. Just you know, figure we we add a little California touch to it. No, that's that's perfect. Are you um, do you still actively like tag or put your stuff out there? I don't. Yeah, yeah that's a good answer. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but hey, you might see some Puddles Club stickers in the Mission downtown and maybe around West Portal. I don't know, but I don't tag though. But you might see a lot of stickers out. Um, I used to. Oh shit. Sorry about that. I, I used to tag. Yeah. Tag her back in there. Yeah. I'm he, not trying to out you on a... Nah, he, on he, uh, he's he got some experience in the game, too. Um, shout out Dosa Films. No, it's cool, because I, I meet a lot of, like, uh, someone I know, you know, tagging. But it's, like, the tight-knit community of that scene is, is really cool, too. And it's, like, the underground yeah. scenes of for San Francisco sure, sure. that yeah. people don't really, like, talk about or really know unless you're a part of it. Right, I'm starting right. to learn those, and it's, like, really fucking interesting. What is the other hat that you have right there? So this hat, um, right on for asking, this is the Rose Wave logo. So this logo is the original Puddles Club logo. It's the first logo, first graphic, I guess, we ever had. Um, so we also have the stickers. If you see some of these stickers out, it's us. Feel free to tag us on Instagram at the Puddles Club. Um, so I took individually all of these roses, in this, I, I took individually, I took pictures on my phone of all of those roses. And uh, the wave you see behind the peace sign, I, I took 